0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 155. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television
1: Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1988. McGuire premiered on CBS on October 26, 1988 at 8:30 p.m. After two successful grabs at the brass ring of TV stardom, this was the fourth fail in a row for Mary Tyler Moore. Another attempt would come later and be just as unsuccessful. Mary plays the eponymous lead, a deputy coordinator of human relations for a Manhattan politician. She's a newlywed to Nick Dennis Arnt, an engineer. Both have kids from previous marriages. She has Louis Bradley Warden, a 12-year-old, and he has Lenny Adrian Brody, age 14, and Debbie Cynthia Marie King, age 9. So, it's a blended household, made more difficult as Annie's mother, Eileen Heckard is left-wing, and Nick's father, John Randolph, is an arch-conservative. We covered Mary on episode 26 for The Dick Van Dyke Show and episode 56 for The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Eileen Heckert on episode 98 for Out of the Blue, and John Randolph on episode 95 for Angie. Dennis Arndt was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam, earning a Purple Heart. Post-war, he flew copters for years before switching to acting, working in regional theaters in the Northwest. He would make it to Broadway in Heisenberg, getting a Tony nomination. Art has been a regular or recurred on L.A. Law, Picket Fences, Providence, The Practice, along with films Basic Instinct, How to Make an American Quilt, Dead Heat, and SWAT. This was Bradley Warden's only major acting role. He also did a few guest spots. He went on to be an editor on Five Takes Pacific Rim, The Real Housewives of Orange County, Girl vs. Boy, and Burgers, Brew, and Q producing All-Star Academy, The Grill Dads, Southern and Hungry, and Restaurant Impossible, and a production assistant on Con Air and Armageddon. Adrian Brody was a magician as a child, later attending the LaGuardia High School. By age 13, he was in an off-Broadway show and a PBS film. Annie McGuire was his first TV work before going on to a long film career. New York Stories, Angels in the Outfield, Billet, the Thin Red Line, Summer of Sam, The Pianist and an Oscar, The Singing Detective, The Village, The 2005 King Kong, Hollywood Land, The Darjeeling Limited, The Brothers Bloom, Detachment, Midnight in Paris, The Grand Budapest Hotel. He lost out to Keith Ledger as the Joker and Zachary Quinto as Spock, returning to TV in the 2010s for Peaky Blinders, Chapelweight, and Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers' Dynasty. As noted, Annie McGuire was not the hit Mary Tyler Moore wanted. Eleven episodes, three of which never aired. Found an episode on YouTube. The opening involves snappy music and cutouts of Manhattan. There's no laugh track, it's actually rather film-like. Annie gets mugged on the way home from work, and she manages to apprehend the wheelchair-bound bandit. She makes it her mission to help him out on his difficulties, which goes badly.
0: Well I can this scene? nobody can tell. Oh, nobody.
1: Find AKA Nick and Hillary premiered on NBC on October 26, 1988, at 10 PM. A one-hour dramedy about the restaurant business. Stephen Collins, Nick, and Blythe Danner, Hillary, star as a divorced couple who co-own a restaurant. Nick is shot by a drug dealer, Zach Grenier, so they sell the restaurant and move to Paris, only to return when the new owners mismanage it. Mary Beth Hurt plays the chef, Jerry Stiller, the maitre d', Roderick Cook, the head waiter, Rob Morrow, the bartender, and Sue Francis Pye, the piano player. Nick and Hillary have two teenage daughters, played by Patrice Collahan and Che Lenton, later Jessica Prunell). Hillary is having an affair. Is it an affair if you're divorced? With Norman, played by Simon Jones. We covered Blythe Danner in episode 68 for Adam's Rib, and we'll cover Jerry Stiller when we get to his better-known series. Stephen Collins had a long career of films. All the President's Men, Star Trek The Motion Picture, Brewster's Millions, The First Wives Club, The Big Picture, Blood Diamond, along with TV movies and miniseries The Reinman Exchange, Chiefs, A Woman Named Jackie, Scarlet, and TV series Tales of the Gold Monkey, Working It Out, Sisters, Private Practice, No Ordinary Family, Devious Maids, Revolution. But it's probably best remembered as the dad and reverend on Seventh Heaven. That all came to an end in 2014 with a police tape leaked to the media where he admitted sexual abuse with a minor. He confirmed multiple events to People magazine and then was forcibly retired from the business. Zach Granier has split his time among Broadway, Mastergate, 33 Variations, winning a Tony, films Radio Days, Working Girl, Cliffhanger, Tommy Boy, Twister, Donnie Brasco, Fight Club, Swordfish, and TV, C-16, FBI, 24, Touching Evil, Deadwood, The Good Wife, Braindead, Ray Donovan, Devs, Arden, and Law & Order. Mary Beth Hurt is also from the theater, winning awards for off-Broadway work with a large number of Broadway shows, Trelawney of the Wells, Tony nomination, Crimes of the Heart, Tony nomination, Benefactors, Tony nomination. On screen, she's mostly done films, Interiors, The World According to Garp, Compromising Positions, Slaves of New York, The Age of Innocence, Six Degrees of Separation, The Family Man, Perception, Lady in the Water. Her other TV series was Working It Out, alongside Stephen Collins. Roderick Cook was born in London, appearing in films The Great Waldo Pepper, Amadeus, Nine and a Half Weeks, Garbo Talks, and a lot of British TV miniseries and guest work. Tattinger's was his only regular U.S. TV work. He passed in 1990. Rob Morrow appeared as an extra on SNL in 1980 and did a few guest TV roles through the rest of the decade. In 1990, he got his big break on Northern Exposure, nominated for two Emmys, three Golden Globes, and a SAG Award, and this led to the film Quiz Show. He returned to TV in Street Time, Numbers, Entourage, The Whole Truth, Texas Rising... American Crime Story, Designated Survivor, The Edge of Sleep, and Billions. Sue Francis, a.k.a. Susie Pye, was a Penthouse Pet of the Month, which led to Sharky's Machine and Big Trouble in Little China. Taddinger's was her only regular TV work. Che Lenton went on to American Dreamer and Jessica Purnell, The Babysitter's Club. Simon Jones spent a good deal of time on the stage, The Real Thing, Benefactors, Waiting in the Wings, Farinelli and the King, and Trouble in Mind. He played protagonist Arthur Dent in the radio and TV versions of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He met writer Douglas Adams when he was at the Footlights Review at Cambridge. He also got a cameo in the film version. Other films, Reds, The Meaning of Life, Brazil, Club Paradise, Green Card, 12 Monkeys, and the recent Downton Abbey film as King George V. Jones has appeared in TV shows and miniseries Brideshead Revisited, The Price, Shrinks, All Good Things, Loving, Liberty, The American Revolution. Jones is currently playing Bannister on The Gilded Age. He's also a well-known voice actor and audiobook presenter with over 70 titles to his credit. Tattinger's was expected to be a hit for NBC. He had the team that created San Elsewhere, well-known stars, as well as upcoming Star Morrow. A ritzy storyline with real-life celebs showing up to have a meal. How could it miss? Well, it did. 11 episodes with two more unaired. The show was put on hiatus, retooled, and then became the 30-minute sitcom Nick and Hillary. And after all that work, two more episodes with two more never aired. Can only find the opening credits in a few promos online. The first opening theme is Gershwin esque. The second literally makes fun of the first one before going into generic 80s pop. The Van Dyke Show premiered on CBS on October 26, 1988 at 8 p.m. Dick tried adding new to an eponymous sitcom and then a variety show which flopped, so he went back to sitcoms. Dick plays an ex-Broadway star who moves to rural Pennsylvania, moving in with son Matt, Dick's actual son, Barry Van Dyke, who runs a regional theater there. Of course, Dick gets involved in the theater. Carrie Lizer played Matt's wife and Billy O'Sullivan, his son, Whitman Mayo plays the elderly stage manager, Maura Tierney, Matt's secretary, and Paul Shearer, Matt's assistant. We covered Dick Van Dyke for his classic series, episode 26, his son Barry in episode 115 for Gunshy, Whitman Mayo in episode 62 for Sanford and Son. Grady! And we'll cover Maura Tierney down the line for her better known sitcom role. Carrie Lizer had already appeared in a few minor films and a run on Matlock prior to the Van Dyke series. And after that, there were runs on Sunday Dinner, Weird Science, and Will and Grace. By that point, she had started to move behind the camera as producer on Maggie Winters, creator of the series, Will and Grace, nominated for four Emmys, The New Adventures of Old Christine, creator, and just recently, Call Your Mother, also creator of the series. Billy O'Sullivan went on to Sons and Daughters and the Back to the Future TV show doing voice work. Paul Shearer was already acting as a child and dropped out of college to play the role on The Dick Van Dyke Show. Other shows, Free Spirit, Sons and Daughters, along with some guest TV roles. He got out of the biz in 2001 and now owns a real estate business. The Van Dyke Show was not a hit with critics or the audience running all of six episodes with four more never aired. Dick and Barry would work together again on Diagnosis Murder. Found an episode on YouTube, which is hard to do, as it was buried alongside the classic series. The opening theme is easy listening. The family can't keep up with the senior Van Dyke. They say he's used to Hollywood. I thought he was from Broadway. There's a misunderstanding, of course, which makes Dick look for a new place to live. His realtor makes moves on him. The script is terrible. I can see why it failed. Raising Miranda premiered on CBS on November 5th, 1988 at 8.30 p.m. James Naughton plays a single dad to the eponymous daughter played by Royanna Black. The mom has abandoned them, wacky. Miriam Flynn and Steve Vinovich play Naughton's friends, Amy Lynn, Miranda's BFF, and Michael Manasseri her new friend. A young Brian Cranston plays Naughton's flaky brother-in-law in his first regular TV role. We cover James Knott in episode 109 for Making the Grade, Miriam Flynn in episode 106 for Maggie, and we'll cover Brian Cranston when we get to his better-known sitcom. Rihanna Black was on Broadway in Brighton Beach Memoirs prior to this series and went on to the series Hold, Please and the film A Beautiful Life. Black died of leukemia in 2020. Steve Vinovich was in a few early 70s films before moving to Broadway, the Magic Show, The Robber Bridegroom, Loose Ends, Lost in Yonkers, and Waitress. He had runs on TV's Valerie, Going Places, Sisters, The Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, and did voice work on The Swan Princess. Amy Lynn had already appeared in the film Some Kind of Wonderful prior to this series. She went on to Anne later sitcom and some guest TV roles. Michael Manasseri got his start as an actor in Broadway's 1984 Oliver revival, MTV's Wings, Charlie Hoover, A Peaceable Kingdom, and Weird Science, before going behind the camera creating his own production company for ads and music videos. Manasseri created the TV series The Road to Hell and won an Independent Spirit Award in 2020 for his comedy Give Me Liberty. Raising Miranda attempted to compete with NBC's Amen and failed miserably. Seven episodes, with two more, never aired. Could only find the opening theme online, which is generic 80s with a lot of watercolor and a peppy female singer. We have one more sitcom left from 1988 in our next episode, a milestone series about journalism
0: call us at 614 321 that's 614 321 sfp
1: back to you Mark Well, I'm finding this episode in the archive tune in next time